Hi, this is Michelle for Dobbs. If you're like me and always search for deals for your car, then check out GoToDobbs.com before you spend a dollar anywhere else. You'll find amazing deals on new tires and expert auto service. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own, custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shack. Hotshots Sports Bar and Grill has been a proud home of Blues fans in St. Louis since 1990. And Hotshots is an official partner of your St. Louis Blues. Swing by any of their 10 area locations tonight for the best blues party in town. And don't forget about Blues Ticket Tuesday with your chance to score a pair of blues tickets at every Hotshots location during every Tuesday Blues game this season. Get details, see all the specials, and find a Hot Shots near you at hotshotsbar.com slash blues. This is the Last Minute Blues Podcast with Jeff Burton, Donnie Fandango, and former blues defenseman Jamie Rivers. Come on, Jeff. you have questions? I got sort? bunches. Is that our new segment? Questions and answers? No, you want me to start recording? We're limited on time, we're and we just got Burton screwing around. We're recording? It is the Last Minute Blues podcast. Donnie Fandango, Jeff Burton, Jamie Rivers. Boys, doing the podcast after these last two games is a lot more fun than it, than it was after the first two losses. Oh That's for damn sure. Gosh. Oh, my God. Look forward to doing this today after that. Absolutely. Hey, uh, let's just lead this off with some what the fucks. Okay. Uh, why in the world? It's a new benchmark. Why, it's available for sale. <laughs> why in the world did Sammy Blay... Get the double minor last night when he got friggin' mugged by Roussel. Also, what happened to Roussel when he was growing up that made him the way that he is? Because I hate that son of a bitch. Well, first of all, Roussel's a little punk, okay? He's a little bitch. He was never any tough ever in his life until the NHL got soft. Let's just be honest here. The NHL got That's a great way of putting it. It's 100%. His balls grew three times bigger when the NHL started to get soft. Because he can do that shit with very little ramifications for what he does, right? Who's going to go after him? Robert Thomas? Right. You know what I mean? Like, And the only guys that could go after him like Braden Shen... Well, you don't want to lose Braden Shen for Roussel. No. So it's he. Listen, he's a very calculated little pussy, as well. Okay, he is. so <laughs> sorry, we're I all may coming have hot that here. movie actually. <laughs> um, so this is not a new act in the NHL. This has happened for years and years. It's and happened years. since the start of so, NHL hockey. Yeah, give like me a name. Of, give me a name of somebody while you were playing that was like this. Oh my God! Well. You know, Rene Rain- Corbet in okay. Colorado was one of those guys. Dale Hunter was a guy, although Dale Hunter would answer the bell when right, he went yeah. after him. Um, there, Ken Linsman, the rat, he earned that name literally because he'd run around stick guys, and he played in Philly, so he'd just go run and hide behind all their tough guys. Right, right, right. There were lots of guys, probably a guy on every team. Shit, we probably had a couple here with the Blues that were running around like that. Heck, Tyson Nash that's, was that's like that. That's the name I think uh, of but now, Tyson Nash. Now, in fairness to Nasher. Before he got his first minor penalty in the NHL, he had his first major penalty. Yeah. So, you know, like, he would answer the bell. Now, he was selective, of course. But I was like that, Jeff. I'm not going to lie. 
I looked over at the bench and I saw, you know, the silver back Tony Twist dragging his knuckles around in the locker room. I'm right. like, I'm going to run around and do anything I want because I've got balls the size of church bells right, right. now. Sure, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that visual. Right? So what do you do? Well, here, I'll show you. So, so you have dealt with this before. So what do you do with this guy? It's easy. Every time Pedersen's on the ice, you crush that guy. You put his face through the boards every time. Every time Quinn Hughes touches the puck, it's a nightmare. You want those two guys thinking that every time they touch the ice, they're welcome to hell because it's on right now. And the Blues have done that. Look at Quinn Hughes at the end of the second period yesterday. He was looking around like, what have I got myself into? Do I really like hockey enough to be here? (laughs) That's the look I got out of it. It almost felt like in that game last night that you could see, almost physically see, the Blues creeping into the heads of the Vancouver Canucks players. Oh, my God. Especially the goalie, man. That dude is on. Dude, he, he is back in Sweden right now. He's out of his mind. Remember Ed Belfour? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, you remember God. how much of a head case Ed Belfour yeah. was yeah. in St. Louis? We would remember him just smashing his stick against the post that overtime yeah. loss, and yep, he lost yep, his mind. Yep. The strategy in the scouting report against Ed Belfour every time we played him in playoffs: make him insane, and that meant just jab him a little bit. Oops, you just fell on him a little bit. Oops, you bumped into him. Oops, you poked the puck after the whistle. And this guy, like the the wires would cross and be like, "Woohoo!" And he's gone. And then he's yelling at the ref. He's yelling at his players. He's yelling at you. Jacob Markstrom, guys, get a good look. Look at game one and look at last night. He spent more time worried about talking to the refs, the Blues players, and fighting back than he did worrying about his angles and how horseshit some of his rebounds were. So the next game, it's just much the same. Oh, right now, it, this yeah. is like a poker game, right? As soon as you catch somebody's tell, do you, do you let them off the hook and tell Absolutely them about not. it? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. You empty their pockets in their bank account, right? Right, right. That's what's going on here now. <sighs> okay, back to what I said. Why did Blake get the double minor? Was that just... Bad Did he refing? do something? Okay. Is that really? It's not really news breaking, All right? right. <laughs> Look, here's the deal, and I watched that over about 15 times because I was pretty aggravated myself. And Sammy Blay comes in to defend his teammate. Now, in the heat of the moment, I will give Roussel this. He's going after Sanford. All of a sudden, you see someone out of the corner of your eye coming with his arms wrapped around like to hug, which usually means the mitts are flying off and I'm grabbing your arms and we're going. He doesn't have a lot of time to stand back, look, and evaluate. Oh, how many gloves do you have on? Okay, right. that's one, yeah, that's yeah. two. What are your intentions, sir? Yeah, can't and, say and then, that. like, I'll tell you what, as soon as you grab, you're chucking. Right. And you're not, you don't stop chucking until they tell you to or they drag you off. Right. And so I will say that about Roussel is I think he reacted the right way. I think Sammy Blay learned a lesson there that if you're going to go in there, you come in with that cross check. If you have no intention to fight, you come in with that cross check, force that guy's hands up high. Now you know he can't drop his mitts. Or he eats one. He's playing beaver with your stick. One or the other, you know. And that way, at least you earn your penalty minutes instead of having to get a few knuckles to the face and, and go put a cage. He up. has brought the hockey phrases Dude, and cliches he sure has today. Been. Dude, <laughs> they, they, okay, a couple things. It, it feels as though uh, the officiating is very nitpicky. Is, it's is off that... and on. It's bipolar right now, and that's no offense to anybody who's listening. Trust me, because I am too. But anyways, <laughs> this just very all over the map. Uh, you know, they're ticky tacky. Then there's nothing. Then it's ticky-tacky. Then there's nothing. It's like you can't find a rhythm. That's why the, the pressure is mounting for the players, and you see their intensity increasing because they don't know what the hell's going on. Shouldn't this be the best of the best of the refs, though, or is it just that hard they of a sport? They have a four-month layoff, too. Ah, good point. Let's not forget these are human people. They're not yeah. robots, and they're starting to get back into it. And this is a different game. The fans aren't involved. It's very quiet. They're seeing everything. They're a lot more alert as to what's going on right now. I think it's going to get better. Um, you'll you'll see the the field of refs whittled down just like they always do. So you'll mm-hmm. end up with the best of the best, hopefully. Okay, I have a question about the whole goalie thing. 
because I was the guy that assumed, not necessarily that I was for it or against it, but I assumed Jake Allen would be in goal last night, and he was, and it was a back-to-back thing. So many people make an issue of the fact that, well, it's a back-to-back, so you got to start the other goalie. I get it because it's a luxury, or is it you want to, to rest the guy that started the night before, or do you want the, the guy that didn't play the night before to get some action? Because my whole thing is all the other guys played the night before too. Yeah. You're not bringing in a whole damn new team. It's a great question, and I had this question yesterday on the show, which is Rivs and BK uh, from 11 to 2 Daily on 101 ESPN. Anyways. Um, so it's still that many hours. Yeah, it's huh? still. <laughs> they, haven't they, t- were- they took away one hour, but they, we still have three. Uh, and here's my answer to it. I was forced to play goalie in Boston, and it's a crazy story. Robbie Fatorik was the head coach, and Michael Connell was the GM, and Michael Connell, like, you'd have to kill him to drag a penny from out between his fingers. He was that cheap. And Byron Defoe got a bit of a groin in injury. And so Robbie Fatorik looked at the shot blocks and said, "Yeah, you know, Riv, you're the guy who blocks the most shots, so you're going to play goalie this week in practice. I'm like, what? He's like, well, you're not afraid of the puck, obviously. Now I'm going to give you all this great gear. should be easy for you. Sure. So I played goalie for a week. No joke. I was the goalie for a week. Just in practice. Just in practice. And? It's really hard. Oh, God. Okay, you're in the crouch position all the time, and every movement you make, watch these goalies. They go down almost Mm -hmm. every time, and they have to push with their legs side to side. Then they got to get back up. So imagine doing 100 squats in half a game. Right, and with all that gear on. And then with the intensity of having to move side to side and scrambling, getting out to play pucks, what happens is your legs get very heavy following the game. The lactic acid builds up. The fatigue sets in. So it is, and most of the time there's travel, right? So the travel really sucks because when you fly, for whatever reason, it just makes you feel worse after. I don't know why. There is something medical to it. I know somebody told me that one yeah, time. Yeah, it's the uh, Bloody Marys that you're having on the <laughs> Could flight. be the Bloody Marys. Just, I'm not a scientist, but I'm just saying. <laughs> Could be. Um, so they usually go with the other goalie because his legs shouldn't be heavy and should be you know rather fresh. Now, fast forward to this series. There's no travel involved, right? The travel is like through the hamster tunnel back to the hotel, right. basically. Yeah. And Jake Allen told Craig Berube, I'm good to go. Like, Chief asked him. He didn't go seek out Chief. He says, no, I'm good to go. I feel pretty good. I feel pretty fresh. And Chief said at that point, just made a, uh, he, he made a gut instinct call. That's it. He went with his gut. And he thought that, you know, Jake been playing well. And one thing, guys, look, I thought Bennington was always good at playing the puck. And he's gotten substantially better. Jake Allen's a third defenseman out there. Really? Watch Never noticed that. Every dump in the Vancouver Canucks attempt that is not into the trapezoid behind the net, Jake Allen's making an outlet pass. I'm glad he wasn't around when I was here, or they wouldn't have needed me. <laughs> I'm not even joking. This guy passes the puck better than I did. Well, not really, but close, okay? Okay, so all of this said, your coach, tomorrow night, game five. Is it Bennington? Is it Allen? Oh, it's Allen. That's what I thought. I no, he's I'm... your horse now. He's your horse. You ride that horse until it collapses now. That's it. And tell me about Bennington's uh, mental state at this particular Well, it point. took him six years to get to the NHL. I, I understand that from a coach standpoint, but what do you think he's thinking? When I get the net back, guess what? They're not scoring on me. Okay. And then it's my net again. Because our other goalie had a problem with that between the ears when this happened before. So yeah. I, I don't want to upset the apple cart here. But also, 
in all fairness to to the snake, who I'm that's who I'm going to refer to him now. All right. Uh, <laughs> no, who did in he all call? fairness to, to <laughs> Jake, snake? though, like when when the, the oh, situation Jake the snake or the snake when, snake, when the situation was snake. reversed Can't last tell year, his teeth in. and Allen had to take the back seat. Dude, he was an amazing teammate. He was, to Bennington. And, and, and I would think Bennington would be the same thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he has been amazing, amazing already. And these guys support each other, right? Like Jake knows the situation. He knows he's on his way out, and Bennington knows that he's the guy moving forward. It, it's not like. It's not like the elephant in the room here. And Jake is playing well, and Bennington's all for it. Now you better believe that Bennington in practice, he's going to be impossible to beat now. He's going to be in every drill, every puck that's being shot, because he's going to want to show, Chief, I'm ready to go, and that you know when it's my time, you can count on me. And until then, though, I really believe this is Jake Allen's net. I wouldn't change a damn thing. All right, so uh, on the tip of, hey, coach, I'm ready to go, uh, Alexander Steen, Vladimir Tarasenko. What do you? What's going on there? What is going on? Steen is hurt. I feel like something funky's going on with Tarasenko. Steen is definitely hurt. Yeah. Okay. He's unfit to play, um, and it's a weird kind of sort of thing. I'm not going to get into it because yeah. obviously they'll get pretty mad at me. Sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. Let's not do that. But it is something that would restrict you from playing your game the right way. Okay. Uh, and Vladdy. They've been really, really mum on him. Like, I don't know if it's just some wear and tear early on his hip flexors, groins, maybe his shoulder. Maybe he's just not mentally feeling right. Maybe maybe the coaching staff is just not seeing something they like, and so now it's the double whammy. You're not playing well, and we think it's because you're injured. Right, and and the reason why I bring this, not one reason, right, everybody wants to know, but Donnie and I were talking uh, just a few minutes ago that I just haven't seen him smile. And he's well, always he been that. Well, that's a good point. Maybe he's smiling in Russian, and I what? just didn't notice it. I, I live there. I can say that. You can. You can but, make the joke. But you know what I'm saying? Don't he's come after always me, seemed to be happy-go-lucky on the ice, on the bench, whether it's a four-nothing lead or a four-nothing deficit. He always seemed like he was at least happy to be there. Sure, doesn't seem it that that well, way now. All those things you're talking about was when he was scoring goals too. Right. Yeah. So these guys, these pure goal scorers, they're really moody. It's true, uh, and Brett Hall was no different back in the day. If he went two or three games without a goal, like everybody was getting MF. Well, he always said uh, the, the reason why I'm such a good goal scorer and I shoot so much is I'm deeply afraid that every goal I score will be my last one. Exactly. The Hall, by the way, not Tarasenko. Yeah, yeah. and uh, Vladdy, look right now, he's not he's not having a great a great go at it. Now, listen, the conspiracy theorists out there will think that there's something really, really deep. Yeah, Donnie, yeah. <laughs> your hand up. Yeah. Hands up. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, okay, sure. I don't For know. Sure. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not saying you're right. All I'm saying is, as of right now, they have given zero indication that it's anything other than unfit to play. Okay. Well, and here's and a- he doesn't have the Rona. Oh, well, that's good. So, you continue to win, and let's say he doesn't play game five. Let's say maybe he doesn't even play the rest of the series. But you win out the next two games. You obviously have to figure out a way to get this guy in. He's you one of your best back. players. But at the same time, you, we talk about upsetting the apple cart. Yeah, it doesn't, it's no. not the same when okay. you start a new series. When you okay. start a new series, it's a fresh slate. And, okay. you know, if, if I'm Craig Berube, he goes in right away. You slot him back in in all his regular spots. And you're hoping that it clicks right away. If it's something to do with that, you're hoping that it clicks right away. If he's been injured, you hope he feels a lot better Right away. it's And that's, I mean, heck, you could even see Chief come back with Jordan Bennington in game one of that series. It's wow. it's just huh. wacky the way 
it's just a fresh start, and that's really the way you have to approach every series. Well, it's a it's fresh like, start and new matchups and all those things, right? And you have a little bit of runway to figure it out, right? If this series has done anything, it's shown the Blues that you can get down by two. Now, there's a long way to go, trust right. me. Yeah. But it's shown you can get down by two and climb back into a series pretty quickly. All right, so game five tomorrow night. Would you assume... Barring a Tarasenko, Steen lineup's going to remain the same. I think everything probably remains the same. There's no need to change anything. You don't. Right? You don't f- touch what isn't broken. Yeah. I mean, yeah. bottom line here, guys. Like, look, and, and let's take a minute to do this, okay? Because I feel like we have absolutely cornholed this individual. How good is Justin Falk playing right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I saw man. you tweet about that, and how when I read he, that, I how went, "How good oh, is he playing it. right now?" Yeah, he, damn it, he's right. Yeah. Two games ago, he still had a couple of free delivery pizzas up the middle. Right. He had a goal. But then since he scored that goal, guys, have you seen a more improved defenseman? And I haven't. And well, and I think one of the things that I noticed that you guys, obviously this is probably one of his things, but, man, that shot from the point is a boomer. But he's I, taking it, Donnie. He yeah. never was. He was shying away from it. Maybe that's why I didn't notice it, man. And because in Carolina, that was his bread and butter. You, like, you used to, he used to literally tell the guys, you can pass around. When it comes to me, I'm shooting it. And when you get here, it's a different environment. Chief has a different theory, right? He's not a every puck to the net guy. He's like quality shots over mm-hmm. quantity right. shots. Yeah. And so you find yourself falling into this trap of looking for the bigger, better play, and that's not always the case. Sometimes you're fighting your instincts, and I, I think they've taken the leash off of him a little bit and just said, you know, you got a chance to shoot it, shoot it. And he's following in plays. He's in deep. He's hitting guys. Like eight hits the last game, I think five or six hits last night. Guess who's on the ice at the end of the game with Alex Petrangelo when the Vancouver Canucks have the goalie pulled and they're trying to tie up the game? Justin Falk is out there. Man, that's good. Could you have ever imagined that, like, midseason? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. no. Shoot no. even a week ago. A week ago you yeah. wouldn't have. But you he's know, out there. You know he did. He had a good game in the post-game interview. He looks a little bit more like Dave Grohl than he usually does. <laughs> that's when I know he's got a weird look to him. I asked I know him one time if he it. put Botox in. He's got them eyebrows that come up. I'm like, do you do yeah. Botox? He, looked, he always like, looks like he's like he, security. He always looks like he was slightly uh, uh, surprised by a question. Huh? <laughs> yeah, huh? that's is, actually a really good observation. Is is Braden Shen one of the best players in the conference that people seemingly don't talk about? Oh, they know about him. Okay, I mean, but, but I, mean, I get you, it. But I mean, you don't hear his name mentioned. How and his, holy crap, that guy is unbelievable. How I his don't body think I feels. Appreciated him as much. I don't know how his body feels the morning or the night after. A Let game me tell you, it doesn't hits. feel good. Oh, I've been down that wow. road. You feel like you've been in a car crash every night. Man. You wake up in the morning and usually they have a cold tub. Well, you you jump in the ice bath right after the game. First of all. And then the next day you do it again, like right up to your neck. And that thing's painful too, but you have to every day. You gotta put that You go in the ice ice bath commando or not? Uh no, I usually wore like a little something. We we they didn't never you wore like a hat or something. It was uh <laughs> it was like this uh, big uh, tube sock. Um oh. <laughs> or as we know it, tube sock. Uh, um, <laughs> no, we had a rule. No uh no naked, so you could in there with your skivvies and whatnot, but yeah. We didn't. Oh, I guess you shared. The Some ice guys water didn't manscape, right? Oh. And then you end up with like weeds manscape. in the deep end. Come on. I, 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 I just want to want to make the note that we were a good solid twenty minutes into some really yeah. good hardcore hockey talk, and then you go on that commando or not? I, I just Jeff, you get out of the, you get out of the ice bath and you got to skim the top of the. If you don't manscape, yeah, you don't want that skin in the top of the thing. You got to check the pool skimmer, make oh sure it's uh, it's clean. Why is why is it why is it the ice bath draining? <laughs> Does somebody wash their dog in this? 
So now the choice is really, do we try to carry on with something else or do we just really wrap her up? I don't know. We've covered a lot of ground. I'm not sure. I'm thinking people are fast forwarding at this point anyway. So All I'm telling you right now, guys, this is the last thing I'll say about right. it, is Vancouver, welcome to hell. Yeah. Because you don't know what it's like to play deep into the playoff series. And right now, these guys on their faces are literally looking like, what have we got ourselves into and the opposite side of it, the Blues are like, come to Papa. Right. This right. is championship rounds. What is the guy's name? Hughes? Is that his name? Quinn, Quinn Hughes. Yeah, yeah. Quinn Hughes. He's like the third one in, in three years or something drafted, some crap like he that. He's actually the first one drafted. Oh, he's the first he's one. He's the oldest okay. brother. He's the old. See, to look at him, I would think, is he going to miss the game because he's got to do Zoom school or what's going on? <laughs> he's got a Fortnite match. Oh, so that's yeah. Jack Hughes' older brother. Yeah. I did not know yeah. that. And they got I another knew he was one. In the, I thought uh, he was the Luke youngest. Luke Hughes is uh, going to be in this draft or the next draft. I don't know what happened. Now, I know the dad. Jim Hughes, he actually coached me in Boston. He'd be able to tell you about my stint as a goalie as well. Uh, he <laughs> Glowingly, was an okay I'm sure. hockey player, but his wife was like a really big athlete. So I, I'm giving the credit to his wife. Will you do <laughs> me? Jimmy one? Hughes was kind of a dick. I know you're getting your your show starts here in just a few minutes, and I know you're going to talk hockey. <laughs> so please, just do me a favor. Do not say, "Well, boys, we got ourselves a series." Because somebody's going to say that. And it's no. just way too cliche. You can watch the beginning. The beginning is going to be Welcome to Hell. Okay. And I want to watch Mike Ryder's face drop and go, where is he going today? Hmm. Get ready on the dump button. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Game five. Uh, tomorrow night. And, oh, wait, real quick, real quick before we go. Why do we keep getting hosed with 930 starts? We're the friggin' Stanley Cup champions, for Christ's sake. Yeah. I don't know. Can you talk to Batman about that? Yeah, I'll call Gary. He loves right. me. That's poor, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Why I'm not a fan of it. I mean, you got to at least rotate or something like that. But the tough part is, though, if you go 930, when you go back to backs, right, you want to make sure that team goes 930, 930. Right. As to give them the most amount of rest as you can. If you went 930, 12 o'clock, that'd be kind of a punch. In the we could, we could do 530, 930. That'd be okay. I'd get one of Jeff. them at least that way. Listen, Jeff. I just want to try to get through the third period of one of these 9.30 starts, man. I'm having a real rough time. And normally I don't. I fell asleep the other night, Sunday night, and I woke up to the the, the sweet sounds of Alex Ferrario in the postgame with my headphones on sideways on my head <laughs> in my bed. <laughs> so... There you go. Uh, so now Alex is talking to sleep. <laughs> last, and last, you thought we were weird. <laughs> I can't wait to check the uh, bedroom cams for that. La- <laughs> no, there's nothing. Last Minute Blues podcast. Donnie Fandango, Jeff Burton, Jamie Rivers. Share the podcast. Tell your friends about us. And as always, let's go Blues. The Last Minute Blues podcast. Hear more at 1057thepoint.com. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music, and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.